0: yet another episode of the Matt on Matt podcast
1: howdy Matt
0: howdy Matt good morning boys how are you
1: I dragged Matt out of bed this morning for everybody he looks like shit but we're excited me out after we got the Kobe. Butterfield Eight. We got the Butterfield Eight in the house. Butterfield Eight in the house. The house band. The house band. Matt Butterfield. Butterfield Eight. Yes, the Matt Butterfield. Butterfield Eight. Or Matt Butterfield and I got eight guys eight. in this room with me, just sitting yeah. here waiting for me to conduct. And all he does
0: is play guitar.
1: On and all of, and guys, you're all getting
0: paid, so shut the fuck up. You're getting paid scale. If you got a problem with that. You're getting your the day rate, you're going to you're be getting. here
1: for an hour. I don't care what you do for the rest of the day. You're all making nine hundred dollars. I don't know if you everybody heard, but we have a uh, brand new sponsorship. It's called Cartoon Money. Um, you just use your imagination and pretend there are men and are alone in a room with you, and you're. In, in your underwear.
0: The next, um, time, the next time those motherfuckers try to complain, tell them that we're getting them union insurance. And the next time they take their fucking kids to the goddamn doctor, then they, they can complain about sitting in your bedroom yeah, for an hour. Yeah, ex- exactly. Exactly. Be grateful. Be grateful, you little shits. All right. Anyway, like anyway, I said,
1: uh, you guys are welcome. I can't uh, believe very we got much.
0: Steven Van Zant to join this band. That's amazing.
1: Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> he's got good weed. Um... He's uh, so also we, got really
0: good Gabagool
1: Gabagool
0: <laughs> That was
1: him I don't know if y'all knew that but that was little Stevie Just then gabagool. Hey Gabagool
0: <laughs>
1: Sorry um, you were
0: saying something
1: <laughs> Yeah you all are all welcome Because I broke the news Of the, the biggest Star Wars news in Of the decade this On is- this very podcast As the news was broken a segment so was- called
0: Matt Butterfield Star Wars journalist. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I
1: should have figured out how to play that on guitar before I started this podcast. And it starts on G. <laughs> nope, that's not it. No, that's a little too happy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's like, here comes Darth Vader.
1: <laughs> um you so, guys better give me the plans. So we so Dark Ray was real. Well, as far I as mean, we know, I mean, I think that it's just a vision or that it's a red herring. You got to keep in mind, Jay Jennings, Jay Abrams, Jay Jennings is this really odd bird that we went to. That was our professor.
0: Anyway, um, he's a good he's a good dude, but he is I think odd bird is the best way to describe him. So just hearing his name (laughs) just just makes me because
1: I started it's because I started reading the artist's
0: way this morning. Um, And anyway, those people that posts a picture of the artist's way and is like,
1: I'm so inspired. Yeah. I mean, it's basically a guide on how to be married to James Cameron. Um, <laughs> okay, Catherine Bigelow. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's Julia Cameron, his first wife. Oh. I thought Catherine Bigelow was his first wife. This woman is named Julia Cameron, and I'm pretty sure she was married to James Cameron at some point.
0: I'll throw it in the Google machine.
1: And... Anyway, Dark Ray. We have to keep in mind that J.J. Abrams uh, puts red herrings in... Um, Advertising all the time it, uh the first Star Wars was marketed with Finn as being the new jedi uh you know he lies he's a liar. There was this big scene where somebody was handing Ray like there was this shot where somebody was like handing Ray the lightsaber that was never in the movie that was advert that was in like all the trailers for his last installment so it might it might just be like a vision. It might just be it might be anything. I don't you know, think you're it's gonna, right. I don't think it's gonna be Ray has gone to the dark side. That that's I, no. I hope it's Ray
0: goes to the dark side. That'd no like no 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 interesting no, no. storytelling.
1: No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oh. Because it doesn't make any sense. Because she has won with the light twice. Why would she go dark? She hates Ben. Get real. She no, doesn't hate, she doesn't hate Ben. They killed. They kill Chewbacca. That's my. That's my wish. I want. I've. I've talked to you about this. Yeah. I, I want um, Chewbacca to die in this next one, which is super fucked up, but uh, I think it'd be good. What are you looking at? Dude, James Cameron has had five wives. Yeah.
0: Is Julia must... Cameron one of them? No. Who
1: the fuck is this woman?
0: Catherine Bigelow from 89 to 91. And then she wouldn't beat him for best director. (laughs) (laughs) She had hurt locker and he had avatar.
1: He is a piece of shit. I
0: don't like any of his fucking movies. (laughs) I
1: mean, have you seen Titanic?
0: Yeah, it's
1: here's my challenge.
0: Perspective like, oh my God. Yeah, they did some cool stuff, but they still gave that thing. Best picture.
1: Obviously, it is a groundbreaking movie and important. It's Mm -hmm. an important movie. Like, that's not debatable. But I challenge you to watch just 20 minutes of it and tell me what the fuck happens. Just like a random 20 minutes. Because it's just so, like, every scene is just so... It's like a quesadilla, just cheese, cheese, cheese. (laughs) It's just like it's just oversaturated and overdone and overstylized, going for a very
0: period feel.
1: But like to the point where it's like not like ridiculous.
0: I don't know. Absolutely. I agree. And
1: and the dialogue is absurd and (laughs) bad and hardly it hardly even exists. Yeah. And And then like there's just so many problems with it just that are kind of like. Hack jokes at this point. Like she could have fit him. She could have fit him on the door. Here's the deal. She could have fit him on the door. I know. Like, also, she, let's, let's there's talk no about the reason for that, him to do that. That, that
0: Leonardo not. DiCaprio delivers a a community theater performance in that film.
1: Yeah, yeah. This
0: is coming from two guys that are unabashed Leo fans.
1: I love Leo, but I like, adore his performance Leo. Performance is garbage in that.
0: It's like he's doing I don't know. Pic, it's, it's like he's doing picnic at the Clear Creek Community Playhouse.
1: It's just like, what are you doing, Leo? Anyway, um Anyway. That was our that first sounds, segment. Matt is the greatest journalist. Like, uh, Matt of is all the time. greatest
0: journalist. Um, I, wanna, speaking, I wanna move on to something that has really caught my attention on social media. Well, and that's I, was, this,
1: I was gonna say, speaking of pieces of shit. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to that.
0: Oh, okay. I am extremely, extremely excited for this new Joker movie coming out. Boo! Not a fan?
1: No. Looks for dumb. personal reasons? No. A little bit, but also, no. It's just, it's hack. Who cares? Hack. I don't give a fuck about the Joker. I don't it's give a fuck about his origins. I don't want to see Marvel it. Marvel movies weren't hack? No, they weren't because okay. they're uh i don't know because they're not re- they're not rehashing shit that has been done. I mean, we've had a jo- Joker origin movie. It's called Batman. It was directed by Tim Burton in 1989. The first hour of that movie is what this movie is going to be. Like and it's not interesting. And um it just it looks like they're really ripping off Chris Nolan uh and his whole aesthetic. Uh, I, I do have somewhat of an affection for this movie, though, because it was filmed in my old neighborhood. Large chunks of it were. Um, but I'm also I, very interested to see what Todd Phillips
0: does with this because I, I yeah, very much enjoy him as a director.
1: He's good. Maybe it'll be good. I don't know. But like, I just I don't have high hopes for it. I don't think that this is a compelling character. I don't know where they could go with it uh, that we in a way that can be surprising. Or interesting like for an entire full-length film. I mean, what's it gonna it's about a mentally ill stand-up comedian that becomes the Joker.
0: Yeah. I think that could be a a fun story. Also, you're But there's no problem
1: to solve there. Relax.
0: You're forgetting one thing. Joaquin Phoenix. Eh. Oh fuck you. Eat my he, ass. Joaquin Phoenix is a goddamn revelation.
1: He's good, but he's also in some garbage. Like, he's not Yeah, Every be. actor's
0: been in some fucking garbage.
1: I, I don't immediately count him, at, like, as a... Like, I'm never just immediately psyched to see a movie just because he's the lead. Well, he's barely
0: in movies now, so I am. Eh, I guess. But, oh, I think it's going to be really good. Um, and I also, I'm not this big fucking comic book nerd, so, like, I maybe I'm not, maybe I'm just seeing it and thinking that visually it looks like it's going to be a good movie. Uh, Acting-wise, it looks like it's going to be a good movie. But story-wise, it's
1: going to be a piece of shit,
0: which is going to make... Well see, I'm also not, like, highly versed on the Joker's story, so, like, I haven't read 15 versions of it, so... Neither have I. I,
1: I mean, oh. I, 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 I'm talking just cinematically. It's just what what was great about the last joker that we no not the last joker we had the joker from our generation um Heath Ledger's joker what was great about his performance was um the lack of an origin story okay i mean like like he there's all these theories floating around on the internet about like is he uh you know a, a disenfranchised veteran is he a former cop is he uh, you know from an, an, escape, an escapee from Arkham like but the simple f- fact is that it's just left up to the audience to make to draw those conclusions and it also because of that really captures the humanity of the role because you, when you think about people that are like him um, that that have benign backgrounds that are kind of littered with interesting um you know con- uh, not consequential uh uh um circumstantial uh details like like brutal circumstantial like it's like we don't know who he is there's no markings on his clothing but he has 15 <coughs> knives woven into his Custom-made suit that has no tags on it. Um, it that that to me is more chaotic and interesting because people like that existed in history. Like thinking of thinking of like a uh, a Lee Harvey Oswald. Like the, the the uncomfortable fact about Lee Harvey Oswald is that we don't know we don't actually know what his motivations were, and we never will.
0: Yeah. And, we also and, don't and know if he did it.
1: Yes, we, I mean, <laughs> we know that he was at the bare minimum involved. Yeah. And, 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 but the, but the simple fact is that he very likely did do it. And we don't really know why. Like, it, it, uh, I mean, there's a, a lot of conclusions that you can draw with that case. And I don't mean to like piss people off by saying, but that, that, I know I understand that that's a controversial example, but I but I just think that there it's more interesting just to have this total like like herner uh, versus like like active nature, force of nature that just destroys shit for unknown reasons. Like that's just like far more interesting to me than, oh, he bombed a bunch of nights in didn't have his bipolar diagnosed correctly. And now he's a school shooter. Like to me, that's just so, I don't know that, that a, I'm worried that they're going to try and make that sympathetic. And I'm worried that, I mean, I know that's like a stupid worry to have that people, but, but, but it's also not in this day and age. I'm worried that they're going to romanticize this guy um, and make him into the good guy and that he's going to cause a bunch of shit to happen. I mean, I don't know. I just don't think that that's – that's not why I like to go to movies. That's not why – there's no problem to solve there. That's the thing about story is that there always needs to be a problem to solve. Mm-hmm. And doing what right. Joker does so, doesn't solve the you, problem. It causes a problem. You have
0: three-minute rant on this, and I don't have that strong of an opinion. <laughs> I just thought that the trailer looked really good. Anyway, <laughs> so, and I know that you now hate Mark Maron, so. Me and Mark are not speaking. Not on good terms. Mark. No, Tra- actually, so, that's
1: not true. We ended it with "we good." I said "we good," and he said, "sure, man." Which is, but I, but I felt like he was being sarcastic.
0: When he so, let's give a, a very brief recap to this. So, Mark Maron did one of his normal
1: little. Rants against the MCU on Twitter. Well, he insulted the fans of it. I'm okay with people shitting on the MCU. But like he like, but like, why are you going to shit on the fans? What's the point? It's like Hillary's deplorables moment. It's just going to fuck you. (laughs) So he shit on the fans to which Matt mentioned that he's
0: going to be in a DC movie. Yes. Which he was like, yeah, I wanted to work with Bob De Niro, uh-huh.
1: which,
0: which also pissed Matt off because Matt yeah. hates when people call him Bob. Like you have met him for a day. He is he, Robert to you. Even though in his real life, he does go by Bob. Whatever. Uh, and I live 10 minutes from him, so I can call him Bob.
1: I lived uh, 30 minutes from him for years. Shut the fuck up.
0: You live further than 30 minutes from him, brother. Whatever, whatever. Um, so yeah, mark. this whole thing goes back and forth and Matt and Mark are going back and forth with each other on Twitter. And I love that when you said, are we cool? And he said, sure. I love that he replied with sure, because that is your most commonly uttered phrase. You can be excited about something. You can, that Butterfield can be so excited about doing something. And I'm like, Hey man, you ready to go? And he'll go, sure. And I'll be like, well, we can do something else if you don't want to do the. No, I, I want to do it. Yeah. Why Why do you think I want to do it? I'm like, well, because your your reply was,
1: <laughs> sure. I've been told that sometimes I come off as grumpy. <laughs> and I'm not. I'm not grumpy. <laughs> Listen, you stupid motherfucker. I'm happy to be here. Believe
0: me. <laughs> I just, I thought that was just, like, perfect little poetic whatever.
1: Just, like, taste of
0: your own medicine.
1: It also pissed me off that I'd just been to his show, and then, like, as I was leaving, I had learned that he had made fun of me right before I went in there, because I'm a fan of the MCU. Like, (laughs) I like these movies. And then it's like, oh, this motherfucker doesn't want my money? How about I ask for some of that back, you piece of shit? we ain't getting it back. Oh, by the way, the Majestic Watched Theater, the whole da- show. Uh, I we, this is something that I don't know if I talked about. The Majestic Theater is very fat friendly. Holy <laughs> shit. Dallas, Texas. Your theaters, well, your theaters, your theater is um, so much better than any Broadway theater in terms of actually being able to fit and, and enjoy yourself and I've only not ever sweat
0: one Broadway theater where I had where I was Which comfortable. Which one? The Belasco. I uh, don't know. Where did you see that? I saw Hedwig and the Angry Inch five times. Okay, yeah. <laughs> that that is it is a. Uh, they got wide seats. I had plenty of leg room.
1: It's the only one. Only yeah. one. Uh, they're all garbage. And they and they won't ever. Um, refurbish them because that means they would have to shut down no I mean the majority of them have been
0: refurbished at this point yeah but like 30 years ago widen the seats no they just finished they just finished renovations on like five or six of them recently really studio Studio 54 is basically brand new
1: So yeah that's true that one was okay because you can sit at a table
0: yeah. Well, that's that was only for um cabaret. That, that was only for cabaret. Okay. Well, that, that was that was cool. I saw cabaret. I, I went and saw with your parents. I went and saw that play um I can't remember the name of the play. It was yeah. with Daniel Radcliffe um and the Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was gorgeous. It was awesome. It was awesome. I loved it. But um so there's 40 Broadway houses and I'd say half of them have been are either new or have been renovated in the last five years. Hmm. The rest
1: of them are a little older. God, the Richard Rogers Theater is such a piece of shit. That's uh, the one with Hamilton place. in it. Yeah, I hate place that place. Washington.
0: And there's been ample opportunity to renovate that place because it they was just dark, won't. dark for a long time. Really? It was dark for a year before Hamilton moved.
1: Oh out. yeah 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 yeah. Well, that was before Hamilton.
0: That's what I mean.
1: Yeah. It, um, I don't know. It, what else? Town Hall. Ugh. Well, that's not a Broadway theater. Yeah, it is. It's not a Broadway house. I mean, they don't do Broadway shows there, but it's a Broadway theater. No, it's not. It's
0: not part of the Broadway League, so
1: it's not a Broadway theater. Whatever. <laughs> just going to tell myself I'm right. All right. So, what else we oh. got here? Uh, no, Folk no. Park Marin. Oh, Are we yeah, gonna so, talk about uh, uh, some more pieces of shit? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I was scrolling on Twitter and I noticed um, an op-ed that pulled from, no punches, and the yeah. of this op-ed was "Friends is a Friends is a piece of shit" or er, "piece of garbage." I thought. Oh yeah, Friends is a piece of garbage. It was pretty great. And so,
1: I think the, that that's interesting.
0: The majority of the article is about how... And this is something that... Because I recently did a watch-through in the last... I'd say in the last year, I did a watch-through of Friends with my wife. And... My wife. I, yeah. You know, the Borat jokes are just... <laughs> Go on. Go on. Peak, move along. Peak move, comedy. Move along. So, the... uh. Friends, that's what yep. we're talking about here. Yep. It's uh, not woke. No, <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I turned to Andrea and watching it and said, "Shit wouldn't get over
1: in 2019, brother." <laughs> <laughs> and like for how homophobic they were for living in the West Village. It's like, fuck you guys. <laughs> oh my god! Even in the 90s, that was gay city. Like, <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, since forever. That's, like, where, that's where Gay Price started, was the Joey West and, Village. J- it,
0: multiple times throughout the series, Joey and Chandler hug, just a hug.
1: Yeah. And then they're like,
0: oh, yeah, I got a
1: hug. I didn't get a boner. Did you get a boner? I didn't feel anything. Just, uh, uh, I'm just doing laundry, laundry later, so I got a roll quarters in my pocket.
0: <laughs> now with, yeah, you know, but it's with so Joey, funny I kind of get it because, you know, it's like kind of like, machismo Italian guy thing. Yeah.
1: No, fuck shit. Chandler. Yeah, Chandler. Chandler's definitely at least like J.O'd in front of a dude before. Yeah. Well, maybe
0: not. (laughs) He's got a lot of of psychological issues with his dad abandoning him. His dad is gay. So, you know what, actually, they've not given Chandler the credit he deserves for the depth of his character.
1: Yeah, I think we're on to something. Oh shit! You no, know, yeah, I I came up with a really good idea uh, for a TV show for Netflix that I have yet to pitch to them. And that is, um, so it's about a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, she lives in Connecticut, or no? Or, or, where, where are they from? Long Island. She's in Long Island, and um, well, they're all from different places, but you'll figure out who in a minute. Okay. Uh, so she's from Long Island. She's like 16 years old. She really wants to be a chef, right? So Ah, she's getting up every morning, uh, taking a train into work. uh, But she's just a kid, so she's just working as a dishwasher at a really nice restaurant in New York City. Yeah, and um, you know, and every episode is just about her going, her commute, her drama at work, and this is a brilliant concept as well because of the mm. thing about a restaurant Catching stuff on the back all right well well no because the thing about <laughs> a, a show about a restaurant is that you can just fire any of the actors at any point and just yeah. have them ghosts <laughs> on <true>. their
0: <laughs> what happened to ron he yeah. walked out last night so
1: you can have just like a, a rotating cast of like big names working as like uh, old, you know how these old school like uh, New York uh, restaurants were where like old men were waiters and like old women were bartenders. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you get like uh, Gary Stiller in there as a bartender, you get like Mel Brooks in there as the mater D, you get like all these amazing guest stars. And then, she, but then she has to get back in time to um, after her shift, she has to get back in time. To make breakfast for her family at six in the morning and then get back to school, meet up with her friend, Rachel, um, and then <laughs> go to high school. And yeah. her brother, Ross, is a piece of shit. Uh, just uh, went to college and met Chandler. Joey is not in this. neither is jo- she. Unfortunately, they Joey haven't met have up cameo. yet. He might have a cameo as a child actor in a commercial.
0: He child actor converted. I was gonna say uh, server that gets fired on his first day.
1: Yes, oh, but he, <laughs> but the problem is that he would be really young.
0: What he? Have, they're all the same age, so he would be sixteen, seventeen. Maybe no, bus would, boy that gets fired on his first but day. But
1: but at a restaurant where they have old people, they wouldn't have a sixteen-year-old. I mid mean, bus bus boy's good. Bus yeah. boy's good. Bus boy. Bus boy bar back. Go fetch this kid. Yeah, and like.
0: But his uncle used to work there, so, they, so it's gave, like, they gave him a shot.
1: So it's like you get you get the nineteen eighties <laughs> like style and look, you get shots of uh really decadent and wonderful like home cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get restaurant drama and then you also get to check in with Rachel and like and Ross every now and then, every few episodes. I think it's a fucking great pitch.
0: I think it's a good concept.
1: And like and you would get Beanie Feldstein to star in it.
0: I was just about to say you'd employ a young Jewish fat actress.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Beanie, I love Beanie. I think yeah, she's great.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're friends with some I'm, of her friends.
0: I'm sure she's insufferable, but I, you know I, I like, like movie.
1: That's what I've heard. <laughs> I mean, I have. I have actually heard that. It uh, wouldn't
0: surprise me at but all. But
1: Shona Hill's sister, what is she going to do? Right? And she's also blood. like
0: a musical theater kid. So
1: yeah.
0: that's how they are.
1: Ugh.
0: They're like, oh, oh I'm going to sing down the street. I don't like, care what's going on out beside me. Did you,
1: see, did you see Booksmart? Not yet. I really liked it. Um, <laughs> but there is a scene where she just starts dancing. There's a That's few the scenes like that, but there's one shit. big scene like that. And it's just like, OK, she wrote this in. Like, <laughs> So I really feel that my right here, that my character. Yeah, well, it's in her contract. She's like in yeah. every movie I'm in, there has to be a dance, mo- a number, a big dance. number. Too.
0: Yeah, there's got to be a big dance number, because I don't know if you guys know this, but I can dance yeah. and I'm insecure about my body. So I want people to know that I <laughs> can
1: we shouldn't
0: be mean. Let's not be mean. I'm, not, anyway. mean. I'm insecure about my body and I yeah, want I people know. to know that I'm not poor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that makes me look better as a fat man. I want people to know that. OK. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Uh, putting on. Real moment. But I have something that I really want to bring up. Yeah. Something that was brought up to me while we were planning this episode. Yeah. Something that I think. It's complete fucking bullshit. It's not. Matt Butterfield is now claiming to be a goddamn introvert.
1: I know. It's like... You're one of them. Dude, it's it's like that scene in Star Wars, Obi-Wan versus Anakin. You've become <laughs> the thing you sought to destroy! I... I know. I it's, just... I, I, I took I not get it. Therapist, my therapist had me take this in-depth personality test. Now, to be fair... It was a very close split Mm -hmm. between introvert and extrovert. So she was like, so all this means is that you're like an ambivert. You're like you're both, which I hate. I hate people like that that claim to be both or talk about extroverted introvert. Yeah, it's like, shut up. No, you're not. (laughs) You're just a mess, which describes me. I'm a mess.
0: <laughs> Only because you allow yourself to be.
1: No, it's my brain. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I, but I, I'm interested in in this. Uh, Matt keeps checking himself out in the camera. I got a, at, this, at this downward angle that the camera's hitting me. I got a I got a great looking neck. I'm not even like looking at myself at all. Uh, Sorry, go ahead. Uh, you're distracting me. With yeah, your- so you're an ambivert. Well, that, it was like fifty three forty seven, 47, uh, weighing in on introvert side. But I, I kind of agree with this because being around, pe- like, big crowds and performing and all that shit, I love it, but it wears me out. Like, I can only do so many hours of it in a night or a day. Like, there's got to be a point where I got to get home and, be alone for a bit. Like, I've always been like that. I've never not been like that. And that's finally sort of making sense. Like why I had such a hard time in different professional fields that I was in, where it really required me to be energized by interacting with lots of people all at once, like in the service industry and all that shit. Mm. But I fucking like, I just can't like do that. And not get worn out and then cranky and then, you know. Well, I
0: think also, but like, but, I, I'm pretty much, a, I'm pretty much a goddamn extrovert. Right. And like, I get tired too. I mean, it's like I get but, tired and
1: want to go home too. No, but you don't in the way, in the same way. You will go, you will go until everyone's done. Pretty
0: much. <laughs>
1: that is, that, like, yes.
0: You like, like oh, wait, home, shit, I'm the tired. last one here? Okay. Yeah,
1: yes. <laughs> uh, you're, you, you. When did say,
0: everybody leave?
1: I'm not describing it as overstaying your welcome. You just keep it going. Ah, and then eventually yeah. Eventually, everyone's just like, yo, oh, I'm fucking tired. And you're like, oh, really? Yeah, I guess I am too. Let's go. I guess it's time to go home. And, I guess, uh, let's go get some pizza. Fucking Harlem or something. <laughs> I, th-
0: I thank you I thank you very much for clarifying that I don't overstay the welcome, that I just keep it going.
1: Yes, yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm just saying I always end up on the adventures with you. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, my God. By the end of the t- night, I am just, like, in a bad shape. I'm just in bad shape. And I'm well, in mean, Harlem because I followed you and I kept believing you that it would keep being fun. And around 5 a.m., it's not fun anymore for me. <laughs> I'm cranky. My diaper is wet. I gotta go get changed. I gotta take a shower. I need to wind down. I need to watch some YouTube. I need to watch Gillette on Joe Rogan.
0: <laughs> hey, pretty good. You had fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did you had
0: it. fun I mean, in that. Under, you had fun in that underground basement African dance club.
1: That was super fun.
0: And when I, I say actually, African, I mean it was like all African immigrants. Yeah, like. <laughs> it's so funny. Wearing your baby oil t shirt. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um that was a more extroverted night for me. Anyway. That was fun. Any was what's what's new in your life? What's new in your life other than me being an introvert? Uh well just managing the restaurant. Yep. Yep. Closing it down. It's wild to me that I am still agreeing with myself to be your friend that you're a restaurant manager. Because I hate restaurant managers. Hey, man, you don't work in restaurants anymore. Oh, my God. I'm so glad. But I still just have a. Like, every time I think about a restaurant manager I've had, uh, I start to get heartburn.
0: (laughs) Well, it's also. a very, I I just don't get the people that are the way they are when it's like that. You know, it's like I don't get the managers that are the self-righteous type.
1: God, It's it's it. And just like the, it's like, hey guys,
0: I'm here to avoid things for you. <laughs> I'm here to put in my code and let you go home. Like,
1: yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the right attitude to have because they they don't put. in The other thing that gets me about restaurant managers is I know how much money they generally make, mm-hmm. and it's always less than the staff. But they're also it's uh, less than the servers. Yeah, well, that's in the servers, I should say. Yeah,
0: it's about the same as the bartenders.
1: Yeah. um, I don't know. It's just... uh, (laughs) Because of that, they... I've always felt like there's a resentment there. And so then they, they turn it into, like... Like, the last place I was at, she was so confused as to why everyone was, like, didn't like her, but then at the same time would just fucking dress you down at any given moment. If she was nearby, you were in her fucking sights and she would just like, sell me this product right now. Uh, And if you didn't do a good enough job selling it, she would go and tell the head chef that you didn't do a good job selling it to her. I just sold 15 of those products. What does it matter if like, I didn't in the middle of a dinner rush, like give you a perfect pitch for a vegan quesadilla you bitch like i don't, I don't like to use that word i would use it as a, for a man as well but like come on like who's like that i Why are people I, like that and there i've worked there are for so restaurant. many restaurant managers like that
0: or i worked just, for restaurant managers like that and like i have my little things that i want done like if you're resetting the tables how hard is it to just reset them correctly
1: yeah Yes, because it's just like,
0: just do it right. This one dipshit that works for us. He like (laughs) sets the glasses at, you know, we have the square, you know, the tables there. Had the glasses like at the edge of the table with the roll ups, like half unrolled, just kind of thrown next to them. And I was just, I became a manager and I was like, Hey. hey we need to talk.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> but really, what it was just like, hey man, uh, can you do me a favor and just kind of reset the table like this next time? And, oh yeah, I got you. You just have to approach things. All, yeah. a, you got to understand that you're dealing with different personalities, and that your personality does not trump their per trump. Sorry, your personality does not overthrow their personality <laughs> just because you're in charge of the shift. You know what I
1: mean?
0: Uh huh. Also, you know, there's different types of employees. Some, some employees take criticism way too much to heart and it can ruin their night. That's Other me. employees can't take criticism at all and think that you're a fucking piece of shit for saying anything to them. And it's oh. like, no, I just watched you do 15 things wrong that you know are wrong. Yeah. And all I said was, hey, man, can you right. do this for me like this next time? And they're like, ah, ah, ah. Like, dude, just like, it's not the end of the fucking world. Yeah. It's a five hour dinner shift. Just do it right. Like how <laughs> fucking hard is that? Just do it right. Just fucking invest five hours. Invest five hours. That's all I'm asking you for.
1: Because <laughs> you're going to walk away with 300 bucks.
0: Quit taking this shit so fucking seriously and so personally.
1: Yeah, I'm so me bad five about that. good hours. See, I'm so bad about that. And that's
0: what I I know. And that's <laughs> one thing. No, I didn't mean that as like a No, uh, I am admitting
1: you know? it. I'm admitting oh, yeah. it. Really. So, that's what I am really different. bad about that. And that's why I just can't like I but mean, like, I since going it. into
0: the service industry in the last year and a half, I was just kind of like Yeah, sometimes this job sucks because sometimes it sucks. But guess what? Every single job on the planet sucks sometimes. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like.
1: I just hate being on my feet.
0: It's like five hours and then it's over. Two hours, possibly three of actual like hard fucking work.
1: Did I tell you that I'm. I'm, uh, We're not. invested.
0: (laughs) We don't own the company. We're not invested. Yeah, I know. Finish and go home.
1: I know. I know. I know. Anyway, right. enough about work. I'm going on vacation. <laughs> hey. I can't wait to go on vacation. Um, we've got a great uh, itinerary going up. We're going up to the Northwest. I'm going with Scott and Donna. Um, we're hit, We're flying into Seattle tomorrow morning. Uh, this MW. is NW. Oh, man. It's going to be the Butterfields. The Butterfields. Three. The
0: band's not invited.
1: The three amigos. I tried to get um, them to TV Van Zant with them, but they said no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot. Stevie Van Zant is in their house right now. Um,
0: uh. He's sitting back there like hey, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know they they crossed paths this morning because I had to get the whole, whole band loaded in, and you know they exchanged niceties, but Donna Scott got to go to work. Right, Donna. Yeah. They can't just hang out with Stevie Van Zant. That's my life. That, they go to work so that I could then grow up and be able to do that.
0: Exactly. So you can hang out with Stevie Van Zandt in your bedroom.
1: I'm going to be assaulted in my sleep when my parents listen to this episode.
0: Um, You're like, the new Bruce Springsteen, you won't let Stevie have a guitar
1: solo. <laughs> 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 anyway, I'm going to take this one. <laughs> fucking Bruce doesn't play guitar solos. Stevie plays the solos, I thought. Uh, they all play them. They all yeah. play solo. Or like, yeah, that's really I, kind of. I was just I was. a joke.
0: I, anyway. I a couple of shows where Bruce had friends or somebody famous was in the crowd where Bruce like waved off Nils or waved off Stevie and took the solo himself. <laughs> like that's weird. He's the boss. Yeah, Don't. I know.
1: <laughs> but this, this vacation is going to be dope. And the part that I'm looking forward to the most, actually, because we're going to Seattle. We're doing a day on Mount Rainier. We're heading up to Victoria, Canada uh, for a couple of, for a day or two. And then we're going to spend a, most of the time on San Juan Island.
0: Ooh, have you ever
1: heard of this place? No. it's going to be fucking incredible, dude. It's like Look it's up. this it's it's north of seattle south it's like right smack dab in the middle of vancouver and seattle and um we're basically going to be able to whale watch from the beach for like Jeez. 3 days
0: i i have an experience with something similar to that and it's all really awesome. really
1: i mean yeah, i've gone whale watching before i've gone whale watching in uh in a uh, town on the cape before and that was like a life changing experience. Um, I mean, not really, but it was just really memorable and like, and kind of like emotional. It was really, really cool. Um, and I just and we're gonna go whale watching again, which I just I can't wait to do. I like those creatures are just fucking. It's like the most psychedelic shit in the world to me that we are yeah. on the planet at the same time as those things. Oh yeah.
0: Like what I, the hell. Me and Andrea were sitting on you sitting on beach chairs under this big umbrella on the beach at Kanapali in Maui. Yeah. And like when you're looking out, it's like directly in front of you is open ocean. To your right is Molokai. To your left is Lanai. Yeah. And it makes this perfectly little framed, beautiful view. Ugh. And we're looking and we keep seeing these things and we're like, what is that? It's kind of like out in the distance. What is yeah. that? And then we see boats trailing behind them. And then they start to come up more. And we're like, oh my God, that's a whale. No, that's, that's two. That's three. That's, uh, yeah. We, at, at final count, we were like, that's got to be at least five whales. And they were just coming up and rolling, coming up a little, you know, spitting their shit out. It was, dude, it's I'm wild. with you. I'm with you.
1: It's wild. It's I
0: never crazy. thought it would be cool. And it was awesome
1: yeah it's just like whoa, like holy shit, look at that! Um it was awesome. <laughs>
0: uh, so
1: I'm super excited for that. Uh, we're also gonna be imbibing in some legalities up in Washington <laughs> um uh so that's gonna be fucking dope. I can't wait to go to that go to that. That's also why we're putting this episode out early. So we're I guess I'm not gonna story. put it
0: out for a couple of days.
1: Okay, well, at this point then, I am in uh, I'm probably in Victoria at this point then. Ah. Maybe I'm still in Seattle. Um, So I guess on to the main story, or like uh, the last story. The last story.
0: Or whatever. Your transitions need work. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs)
1: This morning I was watching, I was just kind of waiting for the day to start drinking coffee, reading some books and watching some YouTube. And um, uh, I saw a video of Michael Che bragging, or not bragging, but telling a story. He's like, you know what? I've performed for drug dealers before. And everybody's like acting like it's some big deal. It's like, dude, you performed in New York. You didn't just perform in New York City. You grew up in New York City.
0: Yeah. Like drug dealers are like, Everywhere, you meet drug dealers and you're dropping your kids off at school because their yeah. kids are going to school. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. like, like
0: we're not like, impressed, Michael Che.
1: Have you been to a parent-teacher conference? You have performed <laughs> for a drug dealer. Yeah, like,
0: I, I don't get what he, um, oh, I'll tell you. What he's yeah, trying but, to make he's trying to make Midwest Betty.
1: Oh, and Seth <laughs> Myers is just like dealers. Just, Seth Meyers is just eating it up. Just like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe you did. It's like, Seth Meyers, you have definitely performed for drug dealers.
0: Seth Meyers has drug dealers on speed dial. He is. They're in his favor on his iPhone.
1: (laughs) They're Jimmy Fallon's guy. Like Exactly. (laughs) Like,
0: like, 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 uh, shut up, Michael Che. I perform for drug dealers. It's like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you and everybody else who's ever done a single thing in a major city in America.
1: Yeah. I mean, I didn't even have to go to New York to have performed for drug dealers. Oh. No. <laughs> how many. I did that in that San Marcos, Texas. Drug dealers.
0: I mean, come on. We're from Texas. <laughs> everybody there moves weight. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: only way to make any money. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Unless you're an attorney. Apparently attorneys it, are the only people in Texas that make money.
1: Yeah. Well that's I'm actually uh thinking about becoming a lawyer. You could be very good at it. I, I signed up at LSAC. I have an account with LSAC and I'm going to a lawyers conference in October about get, about how to get into law school. Anyway, uh Michael Che's an
0: idiot. Michael Che's um, an idiot. Why is but, this like a big deal?
1: Yeah. I guess they I guess it was just a slow news day. Here's yeah. what I think happened. I think that somebody canceled on Seth Meyers, and he called Michael Che and mm-hmm. said, hey, when you're done at the day, we start taping at 530. Can you be here by 6 and tell a stupid story? And Michael <laughs> Che said, only if you give me $900, and they said yes.
0: <laughs> That's scale.
1: That's scale, although um, I don't know if panelists get paid.
0: Panelists, uh, I'm sure they get scale. But uh, that's do, but I don't know if they almost do. What's funny to me is like this. like I think when people in like the Midwest or the Southwest, whatever the scenario is, whatever this, whatever demographic this joke was designed to yeah. pop, yeah, I think they have this image in their head of like when they think of a drug dealer, they think of like Cuba Gooding Jr. from American, uh, from that Denzel Washington movie, they yeah. think yeah. of like <laughs> fur coated slinged out with bitches on his
1: arms walking in like
0: mm,
1: mm, mm, I'm Bob, I'm bumping Johnson. How you doing? Okay. you know? They don't like see that... this they don't see this skinny white kid that hasn't had a haircut in 9 months. Yeah. In basketball a, shorts and a wife beater. With a, with a fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. With a fanny pack full of drugs.
0: <laughs> That's what a drug dealer looks like. Yeah. <laughs> a drug kingpin. Yeah,
1: that's a drug kingpin, probably. Now, uh, if he
0: said, "I've done stand-up, I've done a private show for a drug kingpin," that's interesting.
1: That's kind of what he implied, but uh, well, at the same time, I'm still just not impressed. Yeah, like I don't know. Even if it was a guy that like ended up in the news, I'd just be like, "Okay, you <laughs> like you have been in you have moved up in stations." In New York, your entire life, you've gone from the Lower East Side Projects to 30 Rock. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've performed for some Kingpins. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jay-Z performed for some Kingpins. He was in the Mar- Marcy Projects. Yeah, like, like, like that's just the way that's it is. That's How it
0: goes? They, they probably funded his first few, uh, his first few EPs or whatever. <laughs>
1: they, he openly brags about how he funded his first, his music career by selling crack at first.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> it's, I mean, guys, twenty nineteen it's not that big a deal to be a drug dealer. You know, I actually heard something super interesting. Speaking to Jay Z,
1: yeah,
0: And the Marcy Projects, but. Ooh, an Uber driver, actually, an Uvu Uber Javer? Uvu um, Javert, was telling me yesterday about how when Jay Z was asked why he doesn't put money back into the Marcy projects, he said because they're not supposed to be somewhere you stay. Because he got he like drew a lot of criticism. Yeah, for not I mean, putting money into the Marcy projects, and he was like. If I put money into it, then people are gonna get comfortable there and you're not supposed to stay there. You're supposed to get out of it. And I just thought that was interesting because you never hear you never hear people that come the rap community and stuff like that say stuff like that.
1: Yeah, I mean Jesus is
0: normally a very uh upper middle class to upper class white person mentality of Yeah, uh, and you're supposed to get out of there. (laughs) Not you're not supposed to stay.
1: Well, people stay there, man. That that I lived near there. I mean, I that's yeah. a whole scene. I'm I actually, <laughs> I've walked through them. Oh yeah, I'm sure it, it's. Fun. I'm sure. It's I mean, it, it's whatever. It, it's just people. Yeah. Like yeah. it's just like it's just people. Like, are there some shady people there? Yeah, there are shady people in suburban Sunnyvale, Texas.
0: Brother, I live on Wall Street. You want to talk about shady people? I mean, right,
1: like, like trying come to go on.
0: To, just trying to go get a coffee, and they're one on my thing, ass.
1: One thing that blows me away is that um, tour, tour guides in New York City will take morons <laughs> to the Marcy projects and like show them around <laughs> like it's a fucking zoo or something, and it's always oh, French or Swedish or. German idiots that are pretending that they are worldly. I guess they are worldly, but just because you're worldly doesn't mean you're not completely fucking like wrong-minded and and dumb. Like, oh, yeah, people, but
0: these are also the same people that are going to, especially the fucking French. They're no. going to take a huge dump on us yeah. for anything that we do while we're in France. Right. Meanwhile, they take a tour to go see the Marcy fucking projects.
1: It's like, like uh, they 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 try to explain it like we want to show these people how this is a real operating place. It's like yeah, it's a real operating place. It's not a tour tour guide. Yeah, it's it's people's homes. Fuck off. Like <laughs> you and, know and least- poor people. You're just making money off of poor people, and you're not giving them anything for it because they're not. I mean the, yeah, the tour guide thing in New York City is a whole. I mean it's interesting. You can find some interesting people that will like take you on pizza tours, on historic tours, you know what I Guy mean? Dive bar tours. Dive bar Manhattan. tours. Yeah, like 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 cocktail tours. Like there's like there's people that that sell that product and it's a it's a hustle in the city. Um mm-hmm. uh and you know, get your money, but like that is just a, like particularly just despicable in my mind. Like yeah. Taking people what? to show them projects, ew.
0: One of the worst ones I ever heard of, and this was frequented by—they said mostly by Western Europeans—when they were put under the put under fire for this. In the like six months to a year after Hurricane Katrina, yeah. people started running bus tours in the Lower Ninth Ward. Jesus. Yeah.
1: That's just so like. Yeah. Oh my god. Did they give money to the community? No. That's That's why they came under fire for it. Fucking insane. talk about no soul? Yeah, like, holy shit. And I'm not saying that, like, I'm not
0: saying that, like, Marcy Projects is the equivalent to a a completely obliterated Lower Ninth Ward. No. What I'm just saying is that it's a place where people live. Yeah. And it's a place where people live because they're on hard times.
1: Right. It's because they don't have a lot of money, yeah, or whatever they, whatever, they whatever their whatever their scenario
0: is it could be it could stem from them having a mental illness, it could stem from the cycle of poverty, whatever the scenario is, they live right. there, right, and they may not want a bunch of fucking upper middle class german tourists on their vacation taking pictures of them taking pictures of them while they're fucking sitting on a bench
1: yeah talking about like this is where jay-z sold crack it's like fuck off i like uh, like it's just (laughs) everything about that also he didn't sell crack there he sold crack in harlem exactly (gasps) you don't shit
0: where you eat exactly
1: (laughs) (laughs) you do anything about the city
0: you knew anything about the crack game. If you'd ever listened to Notorious B.I.G.'s 10 Crack Commandments, <laughs> you would know that you don't sell in your own community. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Other people do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just ridiculous. The Marcy Project is a tourist attraction. It's just crazy to me. It's crazy um, to me. Insane. Um, anyway. So, so French one of his 40 days of PTO coming to New York City to see the Marcy (laughs) Projects. Oh,
1: fuck. And then he shows up at Santos and expecting like a free margarita. (laughs) Because he's French. French. Shut up. Well, he doesn't. Well, uh, where are we at? (laughs) What's
0: What time we're, are we We're at the end of everything that we'd planned on talking about today. Yeah. Is there uh, anything you wanted to throw out there? Maybe some recommendations, maybe some things that uh, you'd like our, our 22 listeners to check out?
1: We have more than 22 listeners. <laughs> we have like 37 listeners. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Check out. No, not right now. Just log on to Twitter and laugh, man. Everything's going to hell.
0: Yeah. Oh, my God. Twitter is I don't know. Twi- You're a bed bug, Matt
1: Butterfield. Oh, my God. That was incredible. Just look up bed bugs on Twitter. It's amazing. <laughs> Dude, look, just was, look it up. That I'll, guy, fuck that guy. He's so, like, I know who that guy, I don't know who that guy is, but I know who that guy is. And I'm so happy that he's, like, he's, like, holed up in his apartment, like, on 53rd and 8th right now, just, like, I'm not coming for me. I've been canceled and it's like no one has even ever even thought about you. (laughs) This was two
0: days on Twitter, bro. It'll be over soon. Don't worry. Um, What was that? So obviously, you know, I follow like a ton of the wrestling community on Twitter. Yeah. And one of the guys, one person on there was just like, For the love of God, if somebody does not call somebody else a bed bug in a pro wrestling promo, I'm gonna scream.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That is a crazy, like, good insult
0: though. (laughs) If you wanna call me a bed bug, I dare you to come to my house and meet my wife and my family and call me a bed. Say it (laughs) to my face. I'm like, bro, give me your address. I'll be there in a hop, skip, and a jar. (laughs) I'll (laughs) knock on that goddamn door and say, hi, you're his kids. Hi, you're his wife. All right, you're a fucking bed bug. And get the fuck out. And
1: then I would look at the children and I'd say, and so are you. (laughs) You're mini bed bug junior. (laughs) Hit my
0: ass.
1: (laughs) And then I'd look at the wife and say, and you fuck a bed bug. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Cry! <laughs> you got me good, you fucker. <laughs> That's we're not gonna top that.
1: Uh, all right, can, follow you me
0: on Twitterfield. You, you can follow me at MattBerry06 on all the social medes.
1: Uh, at Twitterfield on Twitter, at Matters on Instagram. Follow the follow us on uh Twitter at Matt on Matt Pod. Email us your feedback. Yell at us or don't yell at us. Ask us for advice agree with us or don't agree with us uh just come on everybody engage at mad on matt pod at gmail.com yes
0: this was good this was fun i enjoyed it i didn't think i was going to enjoy getting out of bed before 11 but it was good
1: hey you
0: did it and i'm proud of you (laughs) thank you thank you very much the life (laughs) of uh the life of a part-time actor part-time restaurant manager (laughs) Oh, All right, yes. bed before eleven.
1: <laughs> All right, so little Stevie, do you have anything before we go? Yeah, yeah, man, yeah,
0: got of cool.
1: All righty, that's it. Oh, and by the way, look what I figured out while we were uh, while we were talking. Ah, oh, shit, man, that's tight. Yeah,
0: yeah, I like, it. <laughs> I like it. That's that's really good stuff. All righty. All right, so that's going to be it for this week's episode of the Matt on Map podcast. Thanks for joining in, and we'll see you next time. Adios, fuckers.